Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Average Film Enjoyer podcast. Today, we are continuing our series of Hooptober um, by... Also, I'm your host, Trey. I didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm your, I mean, you know us at this point. If you're a listener, you know us. I'm Trey. This is Jagger. Jagger, how are we doing today? I am doing great. We got a great, great movie on in the background today. Yeah, leave a comment again. We're going to try to start doing this every episode, but leave a comment. Uh, what movie uh, Jagger's watching uh, today? Uh, so... Today we're reviewing uh, a horror movie. It's not my all-time favorite horror. That comes later in the month. But it is my second. I believe it's in my top 30 of all time. Um, it is an outstanding film. Um, we Today we're reviewing Ari Aster's directorial debut, Hereditary. Um, starring Tony Collette, Alex Wolfe, uh, uh, the, the guy from Usual Suspects, whose name, I, Gabriel Byrne, I think his name is. Is it Gabriel? Um, it could be. It could be. Yeah, well, it's, I know it's the guy for it's the guy from Usual Suspects, um, and yeah. So for me personally, this okay. So I've talked about on this podcast like my journey through life and my journey to film about how I was like a drug addict and an alcoholic, and then I got into rehab and found film as like film kind of saved saved my life. So the first time I watched Hereditary, I was. I, I was very inebriated, so I wasn't all with it watching it, and I finished it, and I didn't remember it that much. All I remembered was it being pretty scary. Um, second time I watched it, um, I was in rehab, and, it, and I watched it, and it was the first time I had watched it, like, fully conscious and aware of what was happening, and my God, did that movie scare me. I mean, this movie, I've seen, I think I've logged that, or seen that movie five times, and it still scares me to this day. Um, this is debatably one of the best directorial debuts of all time. Um, this is my per, my personal favorite Ari Aster film. Um, you get some really solid scares, along with some really demented and fucked up scenes, along with something you don't get too often in... Um, in horror movies, which is great writing, great acting, a great script, super well paced, solid emotional beats, um, and uh, some really, really refreshing camera work. Um, so I have this at a five star. Jagger, Jagger, where do you have this? Are you at a four star on this one? I am at a four and a half on this one, and I think it's my least okay. favorite Ari Aster. Wow, really? My favorite. You, you have it written. All right. Well, we know your favorite is Bo is Afraid. My favorite is Bo is Afraid because I had an absolute geek out watching Bo is Afraid, picking up on all the details. Um, yeah. Second favorite, Midsummer. Midsummer, I recommend to everyone. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. Ludicrous film. Um, and then my least favorite is this one because, I don't know, It. I love it. I have it at four and a half. It just didn't, didn't resonate with me as much as the others. Yeah. Like, and that's the crazy part, is you're like, this is my least favorite Ari Aster, and you still have it at a four and a half. It's, like, Bo's Afraid is my least favorite, and I have it at a four and a half. It's an outstanding film. Ari Aster um, is but I'm just wondering. Ari Aster is him. Ari Aster's that guy. He, 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 like, he's part, and we'll talk about this a little more in a few minutes, um, but part of the, the renaissance of great horror directors right now um, with Robert Eggers, Ari Aster, and Jordan Peele. Um, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. I want to ask, you're one of the first people that I've ever met 
who has Midsummer rated higher than Hereditary. Um, so I'm I'm wondering what for you kind of what what part of Midsummer edges out Hereditary for you, or if okay. it's like uh like an obvious choice. Um, man. So it might sound absolutely ridiculous to say it. For me, it was an obvious choice. This was not mm-hmm. an edges out situation. This was a I watched yeah. Midsummer with my jaw on the floor, flabbergasted that a movie could do what it did. Um, you know, I think Wes said it about Rebecca, which I still don't understand. But Wes said it about Rebecca that he watched it and it taught him like what a movie's able to do. Again, still don't understand yeah. that with Rebecca. But Midsummer was one of those movies for me where I was like the cinematography was incredible. Um, everything mm-hmm. about it was so great. And it was the first yeah. time I watched a three-hour movie and didn't know it was three hours. My, I, yeah. I've, I've had that experience. That movie is like, long. I, I, keep, I always forget that because it does fly by. It, it's like a Babylon level, like just bam, and it's done and you're sad it's over so you could watch it again. But at that point, you've spent six hours watching it. And yeah, it is so good. Um, I'm going to the theater yeah. because isn't a- AMC re-releasing the director's cut in theaters this October? Uh, if they are, I'm going to need to go see that. Yeah, and it's um, like on Halloween. I'm doing that. So, like, it's it's a surreal film that resonated yeah. with me so much. And since then, I've made, like, five, six people watch it. Everyone loves it. Like, it's a movie that you can't help yeah. but have fun with. So that's why yeah. for me. Yeah, I remember so two things. I remember watching Midsummer in rehab. So we I it, in in rehab it was uh me and my buddy AJ uh we would watch movies together. So we would stay up after everybody else went to sleep because like I'm a na- night owl. He was not a night owl and we liked when it was like I mean, let's be honest, the late at night is kind of the best time of the day because you, you you have no responsibilities. You have nothing you have to do. You can just do what you want and just hang out. And so we would stay up and watch two to three movies. And this was how I fell in love with cinema is like, that was like, that was our time to do what we wanted and enjoy our time. Um, and so we'd watch cinema. That's when actually to digress a little bit, that's when I was introduced into studio Ghibli movies. AJ was the one who introduced me to, uh, Studio Ghibli movies, um, which are amazing. If you haven't checked them out, you need to go do that. But yeah, we, they, it got to one point where one night we were watching Midsummer, and there was like 10 of us. And this older gentleman who was there with us walks in and he walks in at the uh, cliff jumping scene in Midsummer, And he goes, what kind of fucked up shit are you guys watching in here? And it was the, we all laughed so hard. Because, like, let's be honest, Ari Aster's stuff is is super disturbing. Um, and, like, that kind of brings me into, like, why I like Hereditary more than I enjoy Midsummer, Which is really because... Midsummer, you get like this really cool story, and it's again, it's outstanding. I still have Midsummer to five star. Um, Hereditary, though, I've always been like my favorite genre is like mystery crime thrillers, right? So where you get all these like random things happening throughout this whole movie, kind of like a Lynchian type deal, where it's like all this weird stuff happening, where you're like, why is all this happening? I don't know what's happening. 
you're confused. And then like the last 40 minutes, 40 to 30 minutes, something happens and it all kind of starts to come together and you realize like how all this little stuff is connected and that's what hereditary is except it's a horror ver it's basically a horror version of prisoners um it's just it does such a good job in and opinion, i love the cult in my opinion prisoners is already the horror yeah, dude, that movie, that movie's a hard watch. Um, but like more like horror in the more traditional sense. Um, uh, and I'm a huge fan of cult horror, which is what Ari Aster does really well. It's what he's done in all three of his films is just m make stuff about cults. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I, I think Tony, I think this is another thing where the Oscars I mean, the Oscars are already broken. Like that's—it's a broken system. Um, It's—it's—it's it's, it's stupid. It's—it's it's, first of all, first of all, did you know Akira Kurosawa never even got nominated for an Oscar? What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Akira Kurosawa never even got nominated. One of the greatest directors to ever walk this earth. He created Seven Samurai and never got nominated, which I just think is outrageous. Um, but something that the film community, um, especially guys like me and Jagger, who are big horror fans, something the film community has been trying to push for a while is um, getting more recognition at the Oscars for horror as a genre. Because horror, let's be honest, gets zero recognition. Yeah. Like, Hereditary should have been at least nominated for Best Cinematography, and Tony Collette Tony should have Collette, been nominated yeah. for Best... The, and Tony Collette should have won. Tony Collette gives an unbelievable performance in this movie. Um, Gabriel Byrne gives an unbelievable um, supporting performance. Um, and it's just like another reason why, yes, a lot of horror we get is not award-worthy, right? But then we get stuff... And this is going into our conversation about like Eagers and uh, Peel and Aster. Like we get stuff that's really, really well-made art and well-made cinema, like Get Out or Midsummer or The Lighthouse. Stuff like this. This is horror, but it should be winning a bunch of awards because it's like well-made cinema. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And. I just think, I think Hereditary is an outstanding film. Um, I think if you're, I think it's a good one if you're a horror noob. If you're not, if you're like, I've never seen a horror movie, don't watch this. You need to build up to this one. If you're like, I've never seen a horror movie, go watch like Scream or Halloween or, uh, or Frank I don't know, Army of Darkness. I'm our Hooptober. Yeah. Go watch, go watch Frankenhooker, um, but don't watch Hereditary. You gotta build up to this one. Um, but if you're like horror novice, like you've you've seen like your screams, you've seen your Halloweens, your 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 Get Outs, your 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 classics. And you're go on watch mission, this. You already the people that want to be scared by a horror movie. This is one that I always throw out there when people say, "Give me a horror movie that's actually scary," because at some point you this start is to actually feel like. Scary. At some point, you start watching movies, and you're like, oh, this is kind of lame now. 
It's just yeah. trying to scare me. It's not actually a good movie. Throw on mm-hmm. Hereditary, man. That's a scary good movie. Um, yeah. And, and we, we listen to me and Jagger. We know what we're talking about because yeah. we've seen a heinous amount of horror. And with you, when you've seen as much horror as we've seen, you kind of become numb to certain things. Like you can tell when jump scares are coming. You can tell what's going to happen. And so stuff just doesn't scare you as much anymore. And so when we say these movies scare us, they are scary. When so like hereditary. Hereditary will always scare me. There are certain sequences that will always scare me and make me uneasy because it's just so well done. When you're comfortably going to be the only person in the theater at Saw X, then you can watch Hereditary. That's the level of horror that you have to be at. Did you you see Saw... To to digress, did you see Saw X yet? Uh, Saw X comes out for me tomorrow, and I'm going tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. There is not going to be a single person in that theater... And I think Saw X is going to be a box office, like, belly flop. This movie is going to do horrible. 100%. What? 100%. But I have heard really good things about it. So I'm going, like, tomorrow, and tomorrow's Friday on our time. So I'm going at, like, the 1030 showing, and I'm going to watch Mm -hmm. it. And I am very excited but I'm going to be the only person in that theater. And it's not like Exorcist Believer yeah. where it's hitting a young audience. Everyone is sick of Saw at this point. And when you're at the horror level where you're like, eh, I like Saw, then you can watch Hereditary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still enjoy Like, I'm on Saw 5 right now. And after, like, 3, so, like, 4, it wasn't very good. It, they're I, not very good. Okay, But four was what my I do f- enjoy watching is the intricacies of the traps. And yes. how gory they can get and how creative they can get with the different traps. Okay. That is what I enjoy watching. Trey, can we quickly digress and talk Saw really quick? Okay. Yeah. Saw 1. I need to rewatch because it's a great film, but I was heavily disappointed because I was expecting, like, because everyone was saying, Terrifier, you can watch it only if you're able to make it through the Saw movies. Because the Saw movies are really gory. And I watched the first yeah, the Saw. First Saw is not gory at there's, all. There's, like, no blood in it. So I was really disappointed yeah. by the first Saw, and I double-featured it with the second Saw. I watched the second Saw, I was disgusted, and I was in such a great mood because I was finally fulfilled by what I wanted from Saw. Wait, is the second Saw, does that have... Oh, wait, no, that's the third one. The third one is messed. Okay, oh, my God. We'll talk about the third one in a second. The second one is yeah. the one with the needle pit. The second one is the one that really bothered me, where they're, like, reaching oh, their hands. No, the... don't even bring that up, dude. The needle pit. I've never been more uncomfortable watching a movie. I was like, oh, don't do that. You probably have AIDS now. Oh. Have you heard the nightmare about the bad. needle pit when they were filming it? That they used, like, all rubber needles, obviously. And then one idiot mm-hmm. said, I'm going to throw a real needle in. So then they had to go through all 10,000 syringes and find the real needle. What Again? a fucking that guy was fired for sure. So um that's one thing, but to make it even worse, the part of that movie that bothered me the most is when she reaches her hands into those things and they're like razor blades, so she has to cut her hands off. Oh, yeah, and then you bring, she can't bring them down or else she'll like cut up her hands. Oh. Yeah, dude. Or in so, Saw 3, Saw 3, the one that got me the most is when the lady is hung in the freezer and he has to get her out. 
but the water starts spraying on her and it that shit was crazy or the pigs when the when the big machines start grinding up the pigs three was so lame it was so lame like saw three me and my friend were watching it because when you watch a movie with your friend, you always pick like the goriest movie known to man because that's just yeah, how it works. Yeah, 100%. That's just a rule of life. That's a rule of life. So we're watching it and we're like so excited because he had never seen a Saw movie before. So we search up what's the yeah. most disturbing Saw movie. Now, I could have put on Saw 2 because in my opinion, that's the most disturbing. So I like throw on Saw 3 and we're sitting there and we put on the unrated version because yeah. we're like so excited. Yeah. And at the end, and then the credits roll. And we were like, that sucked. Because, think about it. The pig trap sucked. It was really lame. And I was absolutely disgusted by that. Okay. I was, like, gagging. Here's the thing about Saw 3. When you and your friend put on a Saw movie, you're watching the Saw movie to watch people in the traps. That movie was him dismantling trap after trap. Like, he was winning. I don't but want he wasn't. that. He wasn't dismantling any of the traps till like the end. He was just letting these people die until like the pig trap. The lady in the cold, he just let die. You yeah. know? And then there was the guy. He's, he's number three with the guy that gets twisted and all his bones start coming out. That's Dude, soft. that shit was crazy. I think that's Saw 4. Saw 4 had my favorite traps in the whole series. Oh, I, mean, I just watched Saw 4 the other day and Saw 4 did, did not have that. Wait, which one was Saw 4? I think Saw 3. Saw 4 I wrote down had my favorite traps. I loved Saw 4. Um, I think Saw I 4 was alright. I think I have Saw 4 at 3.5. Yeah. Um, my well, highest rated Saw is we Saw 2. But yeah, alright. That aside. Um, thank you again for joining us for a talk about Hereditary today. Um, like, follow, and comment. Comment down below what movie uh, Jagger is watching. Um, like and call, like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Go check out our Halloween merch. We should have some hereditary merch dropping today. Um, sorry, had to burp. Um, if you would like to leave us a review, we would love that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review. Subscribe. If you would like to get up, get into our socials. I am Trade of Film Noob on TikTok, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Um, go follow me on all three. I love the support. He is uh, Jagger uh, film fan on Letterboxd, Jagger film reviews on TikTok, and Jagger the movie guy on Instagram and Twitch. Um, and also, and Twitch. Yeah, shout out to his Twitch, um, where he's live and you can talk to Jagger in real time. Um, but uh, if you want to get into a part of our blockbuster bonanza bunch giveaway, um, go check out our TikToks. We both have uh, videos pinned explaining the rules and how you can enter. Um, you uh, can enter uh, for the chance to win over $500 uh, worth of movie merchandise, including a region-free Blu-ray player and a crap ton of 4K collections. So go check that out on our TikTok. And again, thank you for joining us today. Uh, We will see you next time.